Hi guys, this is the first part of two episodes where we interview Karen Rontowski, also known as Paranormal Karen. Now, before we get into the interview, Arlene has a quick message for you. Hey guys, we just want to take a second to let you know where you can find us at. You can listen to our podcast on all major podcasting networks like Stitcher, iTunes, and more. You can also follow us on Instagram at Edda Arlene, on Twitter at edpro underscore pgh, on Pinterest at Edda Arlene, on Tumblr at Edda Arlene, and you can go to our website to subscribe for some Reiki. Thanks for listening. Hi, welcome to Edda and Arlene Spiritcast. If you're new to this podcast, we are Reiki Masters and Certified in Guided Meditation. We like to talk about all things metaphysical, um, spirituality, tarot, astrology, and anything in that realm. Today we have a guest. Her name is Karen Rontowski. She has a wonderful podcast called Paranormal Karen. And um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Because you do a lot of stuff. Like you're a very interesting person. <laughs> <laughs> I do a lot of weird things. Yes, that's true. So- <laughs> I uh, technically I make my living uh, reading tarot cards during the day and doing stand up comedy at night. And uh, I'm also a Reiki master. And uh, sometimes I mix uh, the tarot and the comedy together and uh, do a tarot show. And um, and I'm a ghost hunter. I do a lot of paranormal investigations. And uh, I think that's enough. Right. Yeah, yeah, I think that's, that's <laughs> yeah. more than enough. Yeah. <laughs> I got tired with my own introduction. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um, so, what do you have a question, right? How'd you get started yeah. on your podcast? That's what I want to know. You know, it's so funny because my podcast was uh, the last thing I wanted to do because I, you know. I'm, I'm so lucky. I have two jobs and no bosses and I love both of my jobs, but I obviously, I work too much. So that's a little crazy. So uh, a friend of mine, Kira Sultanovich had a very popular podcast about parenting and I have kid, no kids. I don't do kids or husbands. And uh, she had me on as like the only non-parent and I did a tarot reading and then she did a reading for me because she's really psychic and it, it went, she said she got so many letters about that podcast that we started a podcast together called Karen and Kira Can Read. And we did readings for comics. And uh, at the end of that, we were just so busy. We haven't been able to pick it up. We're still uh, buddies and we talk all the time. But that was where I got the idea for Paranormal Karen. And I thought, because I have been doing uh, investigating for like, I don't know, 20 years 25 years. I have an odd set of friends. I always say my friends are mediums and demonologists and comics, and yet my family is still the strangest people I know. Uh, but uh, so I so I just started with uh, my friends, and then uh, I did not realize the podcast was what, you know, people come to comedy shows, but people love podcasts and and it just has been so much fun to do and uh i think so it really kind of i would have never done it had i not had kira not started me on the other podcast and now i just i'm searching for guests everywhere and just having a blast with it oh that's that's so awesome i like that you have tarot like interweaved in everything too like you have the stand up with tarot and then the podcast so like what um started tarot when, what got you into it? 
Well, you know, I was uh, always had experiences when I was a kid and um, I went and I think I still refer to this lady as my teacher and her name is Jackie Valdez. And I would I went to her for a reading and she said, you should get a deck. And I didn't really think I was psychic. But I thought I watched the way she did it and she started to explain the cards to me. And I thought, if I get a deck and I learn everything there is to know about these cards, maybe I'll be able to put this together and do readings. And I studied and studied and studied for like 20 years and um, just books and all kinds of stuff, not realizing how much anything like that really supercharges your intuition and gets, you know, it kind of. It's not just about learning the cards. It sort of taps into what you're doing. And my intuition really started to develop. And then I had been doing like 20 to 30 weeks a year on the road doing comedy. And I was like, I am so tired of traveling that I said, well, maybe I can uh, do a little tarot on the side and make a little, you know, money there and not go out so much. And then the tarot exploded. Like it just it became like my schedule was full so quickly that I was like, Oh, now I got two full-time jobs, but, uh, but, and now I'm getting ready to teach an online class. Hopefully it's going to be up in January, but you know, everybody's psychic and people don't quite know how to develop it. I always find the cards are such a great way to start because there's so much knowledge or there are so many books out there and they're just a nice uh, kind of a training wheel for some and then obviously for others uh, a lifetime like me. <laughs> so with some people like will they start using the cards and then as their intuition gets better do they find that they don't need the cards as much? Yeah, well, that's kind of a funny, uh, I teach on the cards and off the cards. So you're absolutely right. I think it's just a different mindset. So when I sit and read for somebody, they, I sort of meditate and tune in. And sometimes like if I'm, uh, it kind of depends. Sometimes I'll close my eyes and I'll immediately get an image and I'll, that was me snapping my fingers, by the way. I did it like y'all could see me. <laughs> How cool is she snapping her fingers? It must have just sound like something terrible on the podcast. Um, <laughs> but uh, yes, I do both. And that's part of what I'm going to teach with my class is you can learn them direct or you can learn to read on and off the cards. So absolutely. Uh, I believe when you're when you're uh, sort of developing one, you're developing all of them. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's awesome. Sign me up. Whatever Karen is Yay. down for, I'm good with. Let's go. <laughs> well, there's some fun intuitive exercises, too, that help out everything. So there's a bunch of stuff that people can do to develop, you know? I was like um, reading a book and it's talking about all of the Claire's and how like, some people have one Claire in particular that stands out. And um, I learned about Claire Cognance, which I thought was interesting. I'd never heard of that before. And it's just like that knowing. So would that be something that happens when you do tarot? Yes. And it happens in a couple of different ways. And you guys being Reiki masters, um, you're already sort of tuned into that. And it's funny, I take classes at Rhine Education. It's a uh, parapsychology classes and stuff like that. And it's very interesting because it's, 
you can't, I remember the first day an intro to parapsychology, I used the word vibration and I was shut down immediately because they just, they're very lab oriented. If we can't prove it in the lab, we don't want to hear about it kind of thing. So mm. yeah, it's fascinating though, because even their um, experiments with mind over matter, and they're all believers because they have tested this stuff. And in fact, in the class I was just taking, they say that it's all ESP, it's just how you process it. So you may process it as a knowing, or you may process it as a smell. Uh, a lot of times, especially spirits, I you can smell them before anything else. And um, you can develop, I, <laughs> I know, it's sometimes. Yeah, I never knew that. Yeah. yeah, a lot of times ghost hunting, you'll be in an abandoned place and all of a sudden perfume will come by or cigarettes is a big one when they used to smoke. So, um, but there's exercises for all. And if you meditate, because I find the most interesting clear audience, which is hearing things, but yeah. it freaks a lot of people out. Does, oh. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So you hear, do you have that? Sometimes. That it, okay. It's not my strongest, but the next time you meditate, um, do uh, what you want to do is what they say and what we say in our class uh, is it's it's extended sensory perception. So if it, I don't know if you've ever seen witches do this a lot, they will, you could be talking about someone way across the room and you'll see that person turn around and look at you like they can hear exactly what you're saying. And it's not exactly that your ears are so good that you can hear it. But if you meditate and like when I'm in my house, I listen to every sound in my house and that could be a clock ticking, that could be um, the heater working or my dog snoring. And then I extend out further. What can I hear out in the street? Can I focus on out on the street? Can I hear some grumblings from the apartment downstairs? And you would be amazed at how much input you're taking in through hearing that you're not aware of. And that will develop your Claire audio. And then you can do it for all your senses. You can do it visually. You can do it for your memory. And then you will start to find psychic things um, like you said, Claire, cognitive, cognitive, I can't even say the word. Um, that it sounds like that's probably your Reiki coming through. You, you've already processed the information, you know, but you can sharpen all your senses when you just remember it's extended sensory as well as extrasensory. Okay. Cause see when I, I, um, her and I were talking about the Claire's and how just like knowing things that'll happen. Like, um, we were on a trip with our friends and my friends upset cause this guy didn't text her. And then I just looked at her and I said, Oh, it's because it's not two yet. And then at two o'clock she gets the text and then we were just like laughed about <laughs> it, but it just like happened. We laughed. We looked at each other like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause we've been, you know, interested in this and, and it just like, I don't know. I just felt like, yeah, it's just not time yet. But I never thought of that stuff as being like a Claire until I read that book because I always think like, oh, I'd have to hear like a voice or like see this image or something like that. It's been really interesting, like learning about that. Even with Reiki, like you just kind of know where to go and you feel the energy. But I didn't realize that was actually something that is 
you know. You're already there, sister. You're already there. And that's an awesome example. The other thing, like by being Reiki masters and feeling energy, you're already halfway there because you believe. Because almost like the first 80% of learning to be psychic is learning that you can do it, that you're good at this. And if you keep a journal, a little private journal of all the times that happens and take a little like, oh, this was really cool today. I knew exactly when that text was coming. It'll start to build your confidence and you'll start to believe more, which is even better. And it's so funny. This is such a weird thing to say, but sometimes I'll be reading for someone and I'll read the cards and then I'll start talking and all this stuff is coming out of my mouth and my brain is going, who is saying this? Who, what are you talking about? And and that sometimes when you're in that zone, that's some of the most accurate information sometimes. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So that probably flew out of your mouth. Like he's going to text you it too. Yeah. It just, I just said it to her. I just looked down and I said, yeah, it's because it's not two yet. And then you know, we're hanging out and at two o'clock, she got a text message on the dot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Just awesome. Between us. Yeah. All like, the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. Yeah. You always call me whenever I pick up the phone. Yeah. Um, it's her call. Like I go to call her and then it's her like ringing on the other line. Just little random things. stuff. Yeah. I thought it was because we were related. I didn't know that was like, mm-hmm. that's so cool. You guys probably have a real telepathic connection. You should, it, you can actually kind of hone that. And you know, too, sometimes I just saw someone talking about like, um, she was saying Claire audience is not always a voice that's outside of you. Although sometimes it is, sometimes it's almost like a voice in your head. So she had, a, I was watching this uh, medium that's really good that had a different interpretation about it. So I think there's a, uh, I just get nervous when someone tells me there's rules and it has to be like this. And then I'm like, nope yeah yeah exactly mm-hmm. i can't stand that yeah and everybody's experience is different yeah too. you can't just outline it have like oh, this time has to go yeah. yeah exactly i'm always curious about visuals she's had visuals i did um, and when we got attuned i had crazy visuals as well wow what did you see um i initially saw color and then i could like sense the presence of like other energies in the room as well during it and i almost felt like, I don't know how other people have been except for you, mm-hmm. but I felt like I was kind of being held down slightly. <laughs> but, but but visually wise, though, I literally like I felt like I was going back in time and like erasing things like moments of time, oh. um, like past trauma that has occurred or like just situations. I was like I felt like I was just clearing through so much stuff mm-hmm. in that like period of time. It was crazy. I called you immediately after. I was like, oh my gosh. You told me you were like in space. Oh, I, I was in space at one point. Um, it was crazy. I cannot tell you how many things I love about that story. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we both had really like weird Reiki attunements, Karen. Like, I think that's what um, made, I've always been interested in all this stuff, but like, you know, you keep like one foot kind of out and then after the attunement I was like everything's real I just said to her I was like everything because um we did a distant attunement and felt it physically so both of us had the experience of like tapping on our chakras um it felt like pressure on my crown chakra and the pressure was so much that I thought to myself okay guys like this is a little (laughs) (laughs) can we dial this back a little bit (laughs) It was crazy. So I, uh, 
and there was like kids playing outside and I said, and I go and meditate. And then it was like, it just went silent and it was like a snap. Mm. And then I heard the woo, 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 almost like a metal, like singing bowl. And um, I watched this video about DMT and they said that like, that's how they were describing DMT. And I'm like, that happened to me when I had my attunement. <laughs> like that's freaky. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, that's fascinating. I love, and it's different for everybody. I just love that. Um, you know, they have a Kundalini type breathing, I think now called holotropic breathing that does the same thing. You do that out of body and you get that same experience as ayahuasca. Oh um, yeah. Man. We got to look this up. That's for sure. Yeah. I just wrote it down. <laughs> Just, yeah. like, just for the attunement, like our Reiki master teacher was just like, it'll be so nice and breezy. Like, you'll be fine. It'll be great. And literally like time was altered during it. It was only supposed to be like, you know, half hour to an hour. I felt like I was gone for at least three or four hours. It was crazy. Yeah. yeah. It was a beautiful experience, like life changing, but it was like, you know, like the tapping of the chakras, you know, <laughs> my lower chakras were the problem. Um, like my problem areas mm-hmm. and it literally I could feel the tapping like tap tap yeah. tap tap like if a, you were at a doctor's office getting your reflex checked yeah you know well that's fascinating because it does sound like you guys jumped timelines and uh, that you know I love to when you said it was healing the past because I think when you get into that energetic form there it's time there is no time so you really can change the past yeah oh wow yeah i didn't think of that i never thought of that oh but man. wow <laughs> yeah that's cool it's all cool it, it just like for you like it definitely confirmed was one of the confirmations i needed like okay well we're definitely on the right path you know mm-hmm. absolutely yeah i feel like the next phase of therapy like i'm all for therapy or whatever anybody needs to do but i think sometimes therapy changes the mind but until people get the vibration out of their body and their cells it's sort of a band-aid and i keep thinking the next phase of therapy is going to have either reiki attached to it or something like that because you have to change the vibration. That sounds like exactly what happened when you wiped all that clean. It didn't nullify it. It just, it sort of just cleared out that vibration so it doesn't repeat. Yeah, yeah, yeah for, for sure. sure. I definitely think that's going to be the future and other other things like psychedelics as well. Yeah. So I hear, isn't California experimenting with that? Didn't they legalize it for therapy? Uh, did they? I'm not sure. I think they did. I have, I did, I've done ayahuasca a couple of times, but I'm very interested in the breathing because, and everybody doesn't have the same experience. And I didn't, you know, everybody's like, oh, you're going to throw up and stuff. And that's not, I did not. Um, but it was a, it was so draining on me. It was like, it takes two, three days before I'm back on the planet. So I, I, you know what I mean? Like it, it was a big, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Are you guys in California? No, we're in Pennsylvania. Yeah, we're in Pittsburgh. Oh my God, you guys are breaking new. I was just in Pittsburgh at a um, a big resort doing a show for Toyota. They have me in some haunted hotel, but good for you out there because Pennsylvania. Well, actually, no, I'm t- going to take that back. I was just going to throw out a stereotype, but some of my favorite healers are in Pennsylvania. So yeah, it's coming along. It is, but you know what we found out recently? We went to a full moon meditation, um, the last full moon. And it was our first time like being with a group of like healers and 
there was like a girl who channeled yeah, out there, it was beautiful. a bunch of different type of healing modalities. And we didn't know that there was like that community in Pittsburgh. A lot of our stuff's like online. We just didn't know there were so many people. So we go to it and we found out there's actually an energy vortex at the point in Pittsburgh. And wow. um, they, I guess it's been like foretold or something along those lines that more and more of these like healers and stuff are going to be drawn to Pittsburgh because of this like vortex. Um, and it's like right at the point where we have, are you, are you familiar with the three rivers? Yes. By okay. So right at the point, there's like a fourth river that runs under it. And I guess there's like a big crystal, right? Yeah. It's a glacial river and there's a massive crystal. I think it was, it was a quartz. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, that runs through. And they're saying that that water has healing properties as well. Wow. So, Did they, yeah. do they have any trouble with the portal? Do they have any trouble with darker things? Um, uh, that's a great sure. question. We're, sure We're going to have to reach out and ask questions. Leave it to me to scare everyone. Um, I'm sure because there's a lot of weird like paranormal stuff that occurs in Pittsburgh. I know. Like I'm sure there's some sort of like underbelly of like, we, Yeah, we have this theory that there's this like secret like paranormal like underbelly to the city. Should I tell her about the immortal? Yeah, tell her about the immortal. Okay, so I used to work at the museum and um, the museum's like super haunted. Ooh. And our brothers work there too. And they um, they were actually security guards. So they were able to go into like all of the nooks and everything. Um, and they have like a bunch of stories about the museum itself. And so I'm working there and I'm at this art piece and it's like a newer piece by Alex DeCorte and it's all neon. So like old people would come in back when you know they remember when neons was used a lot and they thought the sound of it was very uh nostalgic and they would always and i'm saying when i say old i mean like old old like i like don't know people who like my grandma 80s yeah 80s, yeah 90s. like you know just like they're walkers like these are very old people and they're just talking right. about the sound of this neon and um i i would just nod along so one day this guy comes in and he looked like he was like 35 like max and he had a long ponytail and um he was like really like calm and I guess he taught like history or something and then he's he goes oh the sound of this neon it's so nostalgic and I was like well that's really interesting you'd say that you know you're kind of young to say that to me I always hear this from older people and then he goes well no I remember this like you know Pittsburgh used to have neon everywhere and so he starts talking about like old Pittsburgh as if he was there and I'm trying to register this because the way he's speaking to me is too old for how like he looks. And I keep saying to him, well, no, you don't understand. Like when I say older people, I mean like older than our parents. And he's like, no, no, no. Like, listen, he's telling me this. And then by the end of the conversation, he goes, well, no, you don't understand. I'm a lot older than I look. And the guy, I thought I like misheard it but the guy next to me looks at like looks at me we make eye contact and we're just like oh okay and then he just like strolls away I'm like wow yes uh, I mean I believe I'm an immortal like up and down I don't care what anybody says well what would immortals do they would work you would teach art history (laughs) work at the museums be a professor right something like you would I know it also the arts the arts would be very, if you're going to be stuck here for a long time, the arts are the most interesting thing about humanity, I think. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. It captures everything, you know? Like yeah. You have this visual reminder. Yeah. I think pre, you know, I don't know. If you're, <laughs> if you're ever interested, I have a friend that his job is museum restoration, and he's uh, one of my go-to guys for paranormal information. He's a paranormal investigator. He's great. And he actually had experience because he was one of the first guys to work on the stuff they brought up from the Titanic. Oh, oh wow. Oh, man. I would love to talk yeah. to this guy. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. 
and all that all that art stuff i mean artists are so passionate that i bet a lot of the objects are haunted as well oh absolutely yeah absolutely yeah, yeah my there's friend, a there's a place in um nevada called virginia city where i i have been uh investigating there quite a few times and they um I didn't realize that it was built. It, it, they, it's literally frozen in time from when it was first a, a silver mine, a gold and silver mine. But the city is like you, like that. It's either it's built on crystals or there's crystal mines under it. And I think that kind of energy is just uh, opens up portals and brings everything in. So I'm sure that that place in Pennsylvania, I have a theory that's what happened to Atlantis. Okay. Oh. Huh. That it, I think, or maybe I didn't make this up. Maybe it's a, I can't remember. But I think where Atlantis is, there's all these crystals. And I think we're also talking kind of close to the Bermuda Triangle. Mm -hmm. And I think they had so much that it actually kind of changed the gravitational pull. Because they say the Bermuda Trial was figured out that it's a gas that's coming off of the planet that is messing up things. It's messing up the, as the planes go over the navigation and stuff, but it just seems like there's too much in one area when you're talking crystals and now there's gas and now the city's underwater. I think it has a lot to do with that pull. Yeah, mm -hmm. for yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure. Or I could just be nuts. No, no that sounds, <laughs> makes sense. I heard about the gas. I did hear about that. Did you? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I, yeah, we had no idea there was a crystal at our point until we went to that meditation. But I guess it, it, it's like, I didn't look into it too much because um, there's not a lot online about it. But from what I found, they were talking about how this point in Pittsburgh is also referenced in like the Mayan calendar, I guess. Ah. Um, and I guess it's supposed to be this place of healing. Uh, so they're trying to do these big group meditations every month um, for the full moon to really like kickstart that and there were a lot more um healers we found yeah there's thought. a handful of reiki um and, and there's the the um access bars there's someone who's did yeah. access bars yeah there was my the abetic yeah. um there was just uh, anything you can imagine um they were there and then we did get to meet a channeler which we kind of fangirled her a little bit um, <laughs> <laughs> just like we're doing it here. <laughs> did you guys get your your access bars done no. Not yet. I really want to. I listened to your episode and we were talking about it and I would love to. Me too. I, I haven't I haven't found the, the person to do it yet, but I thought if it sounded exactly like that. I wanted to I want to see what that feels like. That'll be my next healing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You were talking about trying to get it. We met a guy here um, from that, you know, from that meditation. And he does it or, you know, he does it. He, yeah, he's an access bars practitioner. She was talking to him about trying to get into it. I would love to. Um, so hopefully she can break through. If it's meant to be, it'll be. Yeah. That's what I say. Reiki fell into our laps. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, I believe in divine intervention. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so... For your paranormal investigations and for your tarot, do you have like any tips for energy protection? Uh, yes. I, well, first of all, I think I have sent out a hundred times this book called Witch's Shield by Chris Penzak. And I haven't gotten him on my um, podcast yet, but he runs a, um, 
uh, I don't know if, if they prefer Wiccan or Pagan, but he runs a church in Salem mm. and he is all about love and light and his books are fabulous. And the two, the first two books that were recommended to me were Witch's Shield and Spirit um, Allies. And I think anybody that starts with those two is on the right um, course. But I just had a... Um, I had a friend who talked about having an animal circle her house. She never had trouble in her house. And I live in an apartment building that's very, very old. And needless to say, there's a lot of ghost traffic, you could mm-hmm. say. And being that I do my tarot readings from my home, there's a lot of energy in this place. In fact, I always laugh because when I'm away, my my friend that's a demonologist stays at my place. <laughs> this is how this is- this is how a conversation with Karen goes right here with this sentence. <laughs> and, and, I, and my animal communicator friend said that when, when Tommy, my demonologist friend comes, all the ghosts, he, she says, it's like a bus pulls up and all the ghosts are like, okay, Tommy's here. We got to go. <laughs> wow. He's just, his energy is like, that's that. amazing. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. And he clears my place. And when I come home, it's so quiet. It's almost like I didn't realize how full it was. So I started doing a meditation. And I sort of took this. um, And it's all, you know, how you visualize it. And uh, I just sort of visualized dragon, a dragon, and I named it Majestic. And as I sit and meditate, that dragon goes corner to corner, blowing white light around my whole place and then fills the middle. And it just is a great way to start that imagery. And it actually sort of has turned into... Uh, even bigger. But since I just started that imagery, I mean, you could do it with a ball of light or your hands or Reiki, however you want to do it. And my place has quieted down so much um, that any habit like that, I think it's like, um, like Tommy would always tell me, you know, if you're burning incense every day or essential oils, which I can't do anymore because they, uh, my dog can't breathe well, but they're just putting, that's just like paint. Like it's protection paint, a layer on top of a layer on top of a layer. So any habit like that, but that's my new one right now. Oh, that's good to know. I mean, we make candles, so we're always burning something. So we're just unintentionally like clearing. (laughs) Yeah. I was just going to say that uh, like instinctually you guys are already protecting yourself. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We actually like switched to essential oils from the fragrance oils we were using too. Um, Sinus problems. Yeah. Sinus (laughs) problems. But wow. What about like oil diffusers? I love those. Um, Those were the ones like my little dog, he's 16. So he has, he has a few lung problems, but I literally um, will use one. I will close the bedroom door and use one of those in there while we're in the living room. And then when we go to sleep at night, I will do it in the living room. I feel like those with lavender, or if you can get some dragon's blood or I have Palo Santo oil, um, all of that lavender is always, uh, always the go-to, especially if people are having uh, trouble with ghosts in their house, lavender is the go-to. It just, calms everything and uh, a vanilla is the opposite so a vanilla is kind of to get things going so any of those um, and any one that makes you feel great gives off that 
Yeah, I think essential. I, I love diffusers. I love them more than incense because the smoke. But once a week, I burn a dragon's blood resin and I just clear out the place. Oh, okay. I literally, that's why I have, I have dragon's blood incense I burn. You've just been doing it. That's what I've just been doing. Oh. Yeah. I think dragon's blood is the best because that's the one Tommy made me a little thing of it. And uh, whenever I come home, I can always smell it. And, and then he, I went and bought some. But, yeah, I think Dragon's Blood is a little bit of the throwdown does everything. Because hmm. yeah. I bought some Palo Santo, and then Tommy's like, well, that's more for curses. And I was like, "How? where do I get all this information? I need this information. Yes, me too. This What? <laughs> I didn't know Palo Santo did curses. I, <laughs> I didn't know that. Like negative energy, not curses. Oh, it geez. could be some negative or the same. Or, you know, he's um, – He's just, Tommy is somebody that is, first of all, I know it's always kind of a misnomer that, that a demonologist, people think he's all in black and he's very heavy. He's the most upbeat, positive person I know because he's like, that's how you keep your energy clean. Stay positive, stay in gratitude. And he has just studied since he was a kid. And it's, you know, the more books you, you guys are instinctually, you're starting to know things just because you're taking in information and more books and more podcasts and you start to know and you start to find different opinions and work what, what you know, what works for you. But yeah, I, uh, I use all of them. So I don't think I've been cursed, but it's on its way out anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Our brother thought he was cursed for a moment yeah he's dating an italian mystic yeah she there's like um she's amazing we're gonna interview her actually um so she's from italy and we learned from her that pittsburgh has this like another underbelly (laughs) yeah these like a group of like italian (laughs) mystics um the one so uh she's like giving us all jewelry and she has gave us both an evil eye but she's like no let me give you the evil eye and we're like okay thanks and she gives us this ring and we found out there's this 90 year old guy and he's one of the last like um a people who clears this like malachia yeah these certain curses um that's like his specialty and oh. he'll like clear it for you um Interesting. and he's done our brother yeah and they all hang out at this Italian restaurant, and we're really blowing the top off of their secret organization. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "What did you do? Why'd you do that?" Yeah. We didn't have any names. <laughs> like, but she just had us captivated the one night. She just started talking about. It. I don't even know why she was. I don't our, know why. I uh, our brother thought that there was like that ghost or something attached. To yeah, it, remember that an attachment. Yeah, and so she's she just like just tells us everything. She's like, yeah, I read tea leaves. And then I do this. And it just escalated more and more and more. And, um, but she didn't say anything about Palo Santo. So I'm going to definitely tell that to my brother. If he ever gets paranoid, I don't know. He's like paranoid all the time. There's something. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, that can, that can attract it. I'm sure. But I, so, well, this is Tommy's rule of thumb, but I, in fact, you'll love that book, Witch's Shield. Cause the first thing I think he talks about is his grandmother used to clear that. Oh. And she did it somehow with an egg or something, or uh, it's pretty fascinating. But Tommy, this is was what I sort of learned from my friends was Palo Santo. When you burn it as a stick, gets rid of negativity, and sage brings in light. Um, and I just were uh, interviewed some uh, paranormal investigators that were great, called Native Paranormal Seekers, and she was talking about how they grow their own sage and they program it for what they want. 
So everybody has a little different variant. Yeah, that's what I was doing, actually. Yeah, our brother is growing all of these herbs right now to make bundles, like safe bundles, but he's doing like different herbs for them. Oh, good for him. Yeah, and they, they're really smell really good. Our, our family's just all in. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's six of us, and um, we're all some kind of <laughs> something. Yeah. <laughs> wow, yeah, you know, you guys, you should do um, some telepathic telepathy exercises because being that you're all sort of on this same plane and you're all connected, um, I bet you would have incredible results. I, I, I definitely agree. I would, I'm definitely going to try because we're all extremely close. Like my sister's my best friend. Like we're all extremely close. Yeah. Um, and have this kind of like connection. Yeah. All six of us, like people laugh because we're all like, best friend <laughs> you hang out together all the time yep yeah our That's sister amazing. is like in high school and she hangs out with us yeah like, we're planning our um one sister's 21st birthday and we're like 11 years older than her and they're like why and she's like they're fun <laughs> wow can i be uh codependent and give you guys some exercises codependent controlling yes, yes please. please yes i was this whole time by the way <laughs> i jumped i'm a leo i can't help it i'm controlling but i would if you guys do this exercise, I'd love to have you on my podcast and see how okay. it turned out. Is um, there's a because see, I learn all this stuff in the parapsychology class about how they would do it in a lab, and you guys seem to have a different control group, which would be even more interesting. But even Michelle Ballinger makes these cards, or start with ESP cards or cards that have a limited amount of symbols before you go out mm-hmm. further, and or you could pick four. Um, playing cards or something like that. And just start with that exercise with people in different rooms with timers, card, 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 and see how it goes. And I bet you guys could build to a point where, uh, Oh, you could be a, you could be headlining Vegas with a show. (laughs) (laughs) If it's meant to be, it'll be. (laughs) And and I'll be the sleazy producer taking 25% of everything. (laughs) Then you'll have to curse me. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, we, we're gonna try that for sure. Yeah, we should. Yeah. They would be down for it, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you guys uh, have an ancestry with uh, the paranormal, or or in, or do you know? I bet you have ancestors that are ready to line up and ready to help. Well, we have like a really weird um, family. Like our grandma can hear banshees on the one side, and the other side has some weird stuff going on too. And we thought that was just like how families were, but. Turns out it wasn't. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. See, there's something to your ancestors. Oh, man. If you guys do that, we have to do a joint uh, podcast and keep up on how this project is going. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love that idea. Oh, my God. Yeah, you guys got it. I just keep seeing an eight by ten of you all in a cemetery. Even though I know you're not into the you or, or you're not as dark, you're you're more light workers. But everything goes dark with me. <laughs> you say you're gray. I'm gray. I'm definitely gray. That's what I say. I'm a medium to a medium to dark light worker. Yeah, that's what she always yeah, says. I am. Uh, we have a buddy who um, is I don't know. He's like a witch and yeah. all in. And he looked at us the one day and he said to her, "You know, you're more gray." And then he looked at me and he said, "Oh, you're just all light, all light." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, too though, there's a good there's a good mix there because I think sometimes 
people force and say they're all light. Like me and Jess Reed always laugh about the, the the phony light worker. Like if you're not seeing your dark side, you're not you're not in touch. Yeah. Yeah. It's not know? a single so, Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, definitely. You have to be a person. Like you're here, you have this experience and you're here to learn too. So if you're like ignoring these pieces and you're not really learning, I don't know, I think that's why we're incarnated here anyways. Yeah. Learn. We're all incarnated to learn. Yeah. So choose your lessons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is practice. As in is I think being a human is practice right now. Yeah, well, I'm reading um, Dolores Cannon. We actually did a last episode about past life regression. And, um, Sorry about the motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <that's okay. laughs> I have so much traffic by my, there's a sirens and motorcycles. And I think it's odd, not to interrupt you, but I always think when I am talking with someone and it hits sort of what I call a disturbance in the matrix or information that is sort of a little out there, it gets really loud. Oh. Like the major kind of like. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, it's weird because as soon as we started talking about Dolores Cannon and past life and stuff, oh. Oh, that's weird. (laughs) got very like, wait a minute. Who's talking about that? We need to shut this down. (laughs) That is weird. Yeah. Yeah, we just did an episode about um, this Dolores Cannon that I'm reading. And um, we've done past life regression before. And we didn't, we weren't really fond of it. (laughs) Um, Just because of what, well, I had a weird past life regression and then. I don't know, it just didn't call to us. But we were talking about Dolores Cannon. One of the big things in her book is she talks about how you keep getting like reincarnated to learn. So you're learning lessons in each life. And um, that's why like kind of you're here. And I, I like that. I think that's kind of nice, you know. Yeah. Think about Mine was easy. Yeah. I was just a housewife. In the oh, 50s. your past life? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, a, I'm just a, a sad housewife in the 50s. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. I had a I had a, a woman tell me I was in the circus in my last life. And then I had a man tell me, um, another man told me that I was in the circus in my last night. And then the last guy didn't believe in past lives. And he asked me why I wasn't working in the circus. And I thought, you know, either I was a man on the high wire, because I hate heights, mm. or maybe I was a tarot reader. Yeah. Because the... I have such a connection to those cards, but um, I, you can't leave me hanging. What was your bad uh, past life experience? So um, like, it wasn't like, you know, I hear people talk about violent past lives. It wasn't like that. It was, uh, so I'm an artist. I like, you know, I went to art school and everything. And it, so it really like resonated me with me this past life. Uh, I go and it's, it's almost like Renaissance or something like that. I'm not sure what time period, but I had, like this gown on and I was like in Europe and I was a painter, but I was a girl and I had this like male, I guess he was like a patron and I was arguing with him and he had like betrayed me. So I, he did something where he wasn't like my advocate anymore. And the weight of being like a female and like relying on this individual to like sustain me and like be like this voice saying no she really is an artist just because she's a girl like don't listen to that she's an artist and then all of a sudden he abandoned me like he abandoned that like he was we were arguing because he was no longer interested in like helping me anymore wow but I also felt like he was a friend so I had these like really sad feelings like I lost a friend and like my livelihood and it really kind of stuck with me especially because I do paint now so I was like really freaked out by it and it just I don't know just the the vibes kind of threw me off so wow that's so interesting that's like a story waiting to be told I wonder who that 
person is in your life now. Ooh. Ooh. I didn't think about Never that. Never thought about that. Yeah. I wonder who that is. She had mentioned to me that she thought maybe, um, because I, I'm just now like open to having like my own art. Like I went to school for graphic design. So it was like, oh, I'm doing art, but it's commercial art. And then I completely like a- abandoned like that, like yeah. do our own thing. Uh, but I never really was like, oh, these are my paintings and let's, you know, this is my art show. And I'm just starting to do it now. And so she thinks maybe something from that like past life trauma made me feel like I couldn't be an artist. And um, in this life, I'm kind of breaking through that, like working through that and doing art again. Awesome. You beat it. You win. Yeah, that's what she was saying. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking immediately as soon as you said that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great um, already. See, you you guys are so connected. And, you know, there's something about um, – I just started drawing, and um, it's just a um, – I think that – Right now, there's so much information being downloaded to us that we can't express it all in words. So you are, I think your art is just going to be, you know, it's like Denise's art. It's like, holy cow, what's going on? But I think art is going to be a new expression, uh, an exchange of information like it never was before. Huh. Wow. Yeah, that's interesting. Like our whole family's um, involved. Like our sister's in school for fine arts right now. The other one's going to school for it. She wants to, actually everybody wants school. We all went to art school. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like reflecting back. (laughs) I love your family. Why am I not in your family? I want to be in your family. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like just a bunch of like musicians artists yes. a whole bunch of hippies this is you're my children <laughs> you're my children <laughs> that is so fantastic i love all this you guys really are just uh free spirits y'all hippies <laughs> <laughs> seems like it yeah no, awesome. <laughs> just kind of like doing our thing we're just doing whatever we want to do yeah <laughs> oh that's awesome yeah. wonderful i can't wait you have to keep me if you have an email list for your art you have to keep me on it to see it i can't wait yeah i will yeah. We just i like literally just started the instagram like what uh, a day ago, a day ago. <laughs> um, but I've been yeah I wanted to create like a body of work um so I like paint it but I wanted it to all kind of match so you I don't know it just looks good on the I think my graphic designer like background kicked in and I'm like no you need to have this palette so it looks good all together <laughs> at least <for> collection. <laughs> yeah like, this collection is this so I was like I need to make a new body of work so I wanted to get a couple paintings so I have them done now but I was like wanted to have them done and that way I could like start promoting it um we were thinking about maybe like infusing Reiki and in some of the art. Just you know, why not? Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, we'll plug your Instagram right now. What is it? Uh, oh, the art one is Etta the artist, mm-hmm. and then our main one's Etta Arlene. So, but yeah, Etta, Etta the artist okay. is the. There's, it's like a day old. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. I'm on it. Etta the artist. Okay. Yeah. yeah and our main I, one's Etta Arlene. Yeah. I follow all artists and anybody that takes pictures of octopuses. Octopuses? <laughs> I love octopuses. I know some people say octopi, but it's octopuses so they can shut their octopi hole. Um, <laughs> I, love I have an obsession with octopuses because... Um, they had that article that their DNA doesn't connect to anything on the planet. I never knew that. Wow. They think they came down a meteorite crash and they came from that. And now if you see anything with the octopus, 
I always think it looks like an alien where the back of the head didn't blow up. Like if you blow up the head, yeah. it looks like an alien. But they're fascinating. Everything oh. about them is just um they're so intelligent and they, I don't know. So I'm, so I, I, that's all good. That goes through my, th- my Instagram is art and fish. <laughs> you have to be careful though. Cause there's a fetish of Asian women eating octopus. Oh, oh, no. I know. <laughs> She's like, no, yeah. So you have to, yes, you have to filter and it's a weird fetish where they eat very loud and I'm an animal rights person. So I don't want to see anyone eating. No, <laughs> no that sounds awful. And the eating too. Ew, I hate salt chewing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. <laughs> if you ever make me mad, I'm going to find one and play it really loud. <laughs> Please don't do that to me. It's weird. I'm sorry I took the podcast in a whole weird direction there. No, it's great. It's yeah. great. Oh wow! Oh, well, I want to see your art. I can't wait. Oh yay! Thank you. Oh, she's been really pushing me to do. I it. have. She's been yeah. very like, just do it. And that's gonna free up your intuition, also. Really? Ooh. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. We don't. Whenever we did our Reiki attunement, um, my chakras were like my throat. It was like the upper ones, the throat, third eye, and crown that were really like on fire. And I couldn't help but think maybe the throat had to do with not painting and not like doing art because I wasn't expressing myself and that's like what your third chakra does. Um, that's what we, we, cause we were talking about like why those particular chakras with both of us would have been um, all messed up. Yeah. Mine made complete sense to me. Yours did. Yeah. yeah. Yours were all lower. Yeah. It was wow. all lower. Mm-hmm. So my mom was like, you have you to know- paint then so that chakra can get fixed. <laughs> She's like, just and say what you want to right. uh-huh. speak your mind. There's a, a book by Elizabeth Gilbert called um, Big Magic. And it's fascinating on every level. And she wrote Eat, Love, Pray, or whatever that was. The Eat, Pray, Love. I didn't really, I didn't make it through that. Um, but this book is for any artist and it's, fascinating and sometimes i just um i listen to it on audio sometimes i'll just start it in the middle and see what's going i think i've listened to it 50 times and it will inspire you and the stories of other artists and um it it, she really covers everything even from how when that book was number one everybody was like wow you're never going to have anything this good again what are you going to do to you know just these fast you'll love it you'll love it you have to and if you can get it on audio and listen to it her read it it's even better oh, wow okay we have a lot of books yeah no, more books <laughs> yeah. more books <laughs> we always joke that we're in spirit college because yes. every day Ooh. we get more and more yeah. things to learn and study i mean it's been like this for uh, a couple years a couple years now yeah, yeah. yeah. it was wow. something just clicked and it's Spirit College right now. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, you guys are, I believe, the Crystal Generation. Do you know which one you are? Um, we so we always felt like we were Indigos. Okay, maybe you are. Um, I've always felt that way because I'm 31 and she's in her late 20s. But um, we probably don't, I don't know. I'm, I I definitely think my sister's a Rainbow. 100%. The youngest, yeah, the younger, yeah, the younger two. I thought it was funny. Because I think I'm the very beginning of which I, I don't know if I'm very beginning of crystal or indigo. I just found this out. I was very surprised. But my generation, because I'm 54, we were the ones that were supposed to come in and go, that's not right. 
you're not doing that. We're not going to church. We're not like, we were kind of the ones that busted it up. And then you guys, I think are the ones that are supposed to start it. Like we knock everything down and you guys start to build it up to get ready for the next generation. There's something about that. I found it rather interesting, especially how I'm kind of loud and I do comedy and I am the person to go. Like, I don't know, maybe somebody has, but I, when I brought the tarot on stage, it was like, wow, nobody's ever done that as a comedy show. And it kind of was uh, just to show people not to be afraid of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Well, that's what Dolores Cannon had in that book I was telling you about. It's the three waves of light workers. So she doesn't say, like, what, um, you know, she doesn't name it, but that's kind of what she refers to. Uh, yeah, it's cool. It's very cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm up here to, I'm the bully that knocks it. <laughs> And then you guys are the painters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, our, our one sister, we would definitely think it's like a rainbow. Oh, yeah. The one that's currently in art school, or she's a watercolor painter, but she has like blue hair and like she's just happy all the time. All the time. Like, even sad, it's like she finds a way to be happy again. Um, yeah. Our mom, she always has a uh, disposition as well, a jolly disposition. Yeah, our mom's like that too. She always is on the bright side of life. Yeah, yeah. But that's great, and I'm glad you had... I think my friend has a star seed, which that's the next... The ones that know they're not from this planet. And that's fascinating. Yeah. Oh. Well, maybe that's what our one sister... So, when our sister was little, she used to say, um, I'm not from here. <gasps> Yeah, she would just talk about she wasn't from Earth. And then, uh, I'm saying like little, little, like she barely remembers it now. And what, then, like, uh, she was like three, three yeah. or four. And then she would tell my mom, um, she would say to her, you're my favorite mom. And one time she actually really embarrassed my mom when she had her at the doctor's because she told my mother, uh, you're my favorite mom because you're not in jail. <laughs> yeah. But she would definitely say this wasn't. She would say she was from space all the time. Wow. Yeah, she's so, like, silly that we just kind of would write it off. But then, you know, as time went on, we're like, oh, that's kind of <laughs> weird. <laughs> but um, they all did stuff like that. They all did, yeah. yeah. She's totally a starseed. Yeah, she, uh, the lady I know, her son won't let them say anything bad about anyone in the house. Really? Oh. Little kid and talks about what the world's wow. going to look like soon. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, man. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Really enjoyed talking yeah, to you. Thank you. Thank you for doing this with us. And I have like a list of things now that I want to look up. Yeah. We got to start practicing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have a list. We got to do our experiment. Yeah, the experiment. Yeah. Oh, I can't. Please contact me about that because I'd love to do either, uh, um, you know, uh, uh, see what, when you guys get it all online, if you want, I'd love to do like a controlled experiment and we can mix podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'll be fun. Yes. We should definitely do yes. it. Absolutely. I know you could probably do it. Yeah, I think we can. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know what else you can use is those Ooh. Uno cards. Okay. Start with those. Or, con yeah, contact me after, email me, and I'll help you guys set it up and figure out some control, uh, you know, some things to do in a controlled environment. I like that it was one eleven oh one when we started talking about this. Oh, my oh. goodness. Oh, yay. <laughs> Yeah, no, I would find this fascinating and I could try and give some guidelines and, and if you need an outsider to sort of process the data, I would love to. Okay, okay cool. we're down. We're down. Yeah, we're in. All right. <laughs> Convince the other four. Yeah. <laughs> we're in. Yeah, or start with three. Yeah. Yeah. Now you got my mind racing. I love this idea. Okay, I love this. Fun. 
Well, where can people find you, Karen? Uh, you could, Everybody can find my podcast at Paranormal Karen. You can find me at ParanormalKaren.com or KarenRontowski.com. You can book a tarot reading. You can find out where my shows are. Um, I think uh, the podcast, whatever else. And if you are having something scary or want have a question about ghosts or, um, you know, the darker stuff, please send me an email and uh, I'll hopefully I can help you out. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. Yeah. Thank you again yeah. for having, being on our podcast. You got it. You ladies are awesome. I'm glad we're new friends. All right, guys. We hope you enjoyed the first part of our interview with Karen. And our next episode will be a mini episode. And we'll be talking with her about energies that are held in different locations and in your home and in how to deal with those energies, especially when you're traveling. Okay, so now it's time for Reiki. As usual, at the end of every podcast, we like to send our listeners some distant Reiki. We advise that you do not drive or operate any vehicles during this mini Reiki session because Reiki sometimes can make you sleepy. So for this session... All you have to do is sit back, relax, and be open to receiving the energies. We like our clients to meditate, but you don't have to. You'll still get the Reiki energy. The music will change, and when the music stops, the Reiki session has ended. Thanks for listening. Bye.